Hello, everybody, and welcome to Preach Girl Ministries podcast. I am so thankful that you've joined me on this Sunday morning. Today is December 19th, 2021, and y'all, I cannot believe that this year is about to be over. Wow, I just, I cannot believe it, and God has been good. There's been so much happening this year. It hasn't all been positive, we know that, but despite all of that, God has still been good to us, and so I am just honored to be able to share this message with you today. Um, If you have been following me on Instagram, you will see that I posted a couple weeks ago that this podcast was coming, um, closing out 2021, and I have been trying to get this podcast together and it seems like every time there was more that I needed to learn and more that I needed to see before I shared it with you and so finally I've been given the goal to share this message with you on today and before we get into anything welcome to all of my people who are new thank you for joining us We are so thankful that you decided to join our family. We do not take you for granted. And so thank you, thank you. For those who have been holding Preach Girl Ministries podcast down this entire time, I am so thankful for you. Thank you for continuing to subscribe, to share with family and friends, um, to comment on uh, Apple Podcasts and to share and all that you've been doing I just want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you all right y'all so let's go ahead and pray as we always do and I will get into what I believe God is saying to us for closing out this 2021 year God in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your justice, your faithfulness. We thank you, God, that you decided to share your son, Jesus Christ, with us. God, we thank you for his death, his resurrection, his ascension. We thank you for all that he has given us access to in you and God. We do not take that for granted. We do not take this Christmas holiday for granted because Lord, we know that it is only because of your son, Jesus Christ and God. We just honor you for that. On this day, Father, I pray that you allow the words of my mouth and these meditations of my heart, God, that God, you will find them acceptable in your sight. God, I pray that my words, Lord, will be your words and then they will speak life into your children. Father, we just say thank you that when this podcast goes forth, that it will land on fertile soil and it will prosper in the thing that it's set out to do. We thank you that you will continue to give us courage to do all that we've been set out to do in this 2021 year. And God, we will be so careful to give your name all the praise and all the glory and acknowledge you in all things. In Jesus name. Amen. Y'all 2021 
it is time to close it out. It's as simple as that. It's time to close it out. And when you think about closing out, when you think about companies who decide to close out the year, there's so many things that the company needs to do. For example, the company needs to make sure that they send out emails to people. They make sure that they have um, balanced their budget. There's so many things that a company has to do in order to make sure that they go into the next year um, with the right mindset in order to meet the goals that they need to accomplish. So sometimes corporations will set some goals for the end of the year, all right? And sometimes they will give end of the year bonuses to people. They will reflect on people's uh, accomplishments and acknowledge the work that they've done and send out bonuses to say, hey, thank you for what you've done. And so the point that I'm making is that When we think about our own lives, we think about our own values, our own mission statements, the things that we have set out to do, the things that we have said that, okay, in January 2021, here are the things we need to do. We need to reflect on that and figure out, have we actually done those things, right, as we are closing out 2021? And in order to make sure that we've accomplished it, it's important to go back to our original list. And if you can't find your list, then make a mental note of that for 2022 that you need to make sure that we keep our list, the things we need to accomplish in a place that we can always have access to it. I recommend Google Docs, just the easiest way. It's in the cloud. You know where it is. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, losing it. So I recommend writing it down as well as making that digital copy so you can have it. So if you have access to the things that you set out to do, it's important now to basically say, okay, where am I in the things that I set out to do? Did I accomplish it? Do I still have time to accomplish it um, in 2021 with like 12 days left or so? Um, Or do I need to postpone this for 2022, right? And as we do those things in a practical sense, just to think that our our goals and things that we want to accomplish, it's important to realize that there's a reason why we didn't accomplish those things. All right. What was that reason that we did not accomplish the things that we set out to do? Was it ourselves? Was it um, fear? Was it relationships that have drained us? What is it that has caused us not to meet our goals? We also need to think about what has caused us to meet our goals. So the, the things that we set out to do that we've accomplished, what can we discern that has caused us to prosper in the thing that we set out to do? So for instance, if it has been you chose, you decided that in 2021, you were going to lose 15 pounds, all right, and you, you've lost 16 pounds, what has motivated you to lose the weight? What has motivated you to keep, um, to remain steadfast and immovable with the things that you set out to accomplish? And you need to make sure that that you carry those things into 2022 to continue uh, making progress. And so that's very important as we think about closing out 2021. I just wanted to throw those things out there for you, but it's important for you to figure out what works for you as you close out 2021. 
But the Lord has been laying this part on my heart and it has been surrounding relationships, closing out 2021 and reflecting on our relationships. So we know that we have so many relationships in our lives and you can think about them in terms of how do they serve you and how do you how do you serve them? So it's a it's a mutual thing. And so I want to spend some time talking about the relationships that we have in 2021. So what relationships bring value to your life, add value to your life, bring joy to your life, bring hope to your life, bring um, a sense of security to your life. Think about those relationships. Think about the people. What do you like about them? What do you love about them? Um, The people that, for instance, you may have um, a friend or a cousin or whoever that just pours into you, just pours, speaks life into you whenever you are going through a challenge you're able to call this person and they're able to help you think through um, the challenge in a positive way in a way that serves you they, they help you make wise choices and you think about that relationship and you're like wow this relationship really adds value to my life and so of course I want to maintain that relationship here's the other thing though you want to think about am I bringing value or adding value to that relationship as well because again we want to talk about making sure that the relationships are positive and mutually beneficial so it's like am I adding value to that relationship am I sowing into the person that sows into me um is it your business am I am I cultivating positive business relationships I know that this other business really helps me out but am I sewing back into it so we want to make sure that the relationships are absolutely positive and mutually beneficial so it's easy for us to say like oh you know what all I'm cutting this person off I'm cutting that person off because it's not serving me but we have to be careful not to get into narcissism because we don't want to make relationships all about us it's not all about us it does need to be serving you you need to be feeding into the relationship but the relationship needs to feed you as well and so as we're closing out 2021 it's important to think about that because some of us have been feeding into relationships and we have not received anything back and so we are consistently feeding and speaking life into relationships and these relationships have added no value to our lives all right so we need to go back and submit that to the lord in prayer and figure out okay is this a relationship that i need to carry into 2022 because what i am seeing is that the lord is preparing us in 2022 to do something for him to do something that allows people to see his goodness and his mercy that he will be elevated in our lives like never before so if we are not in alignment in all areas of our lives including relationships then if we're in those relationships where we're consistently feeding people we're consistently pouring into people and not receiving anything back then it can uh stifle our growth and our progress it can um keep us from achieving what we need to achieve it could delay the entire process of what God is trying to do and so 
it's important to make sure that the relationships that we have are centered around mutually beneficial um it, it has to be mutually beneficial is what i am saying the relationship has to be mutually beneficial all right and we have to make sure that we're not only checking people to make sure that they are feeding us and pouring into us we have to make sure that we're doing it as well and so let me go into the scripture that the lord has been speaking to me and this scripture is from the book of psalms and it is psalms 1 and it comes from the king james version and it says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper i read um, psalms 1 verse 1 through 3 and i've got to spend some time on this because this gives us a picture the psalmist is presenting a picture of a person who is prospering have you ever seen a tree that is uh, near a river have you ever seen that because it's, it's a beautiful thing to see trees that are next to rivers. You see like the roots run so deep and they're going into the ground and receiving the nurture that they need. They're receiving all the nutrients that they need and they are flourishing trees. This tree is beautiful. It's flourishing in every single way. Its leaves are not withering, all right? Its fruit is coming forth in season. It's important to think, I need you to imagine um, a, a, this tree that is just prospering. Maybe it's a peach tree. Think about a peach tree. It's actually uh, producing peaches in its season. Think about an apple tree. An apple tree is producing apples in its season. Think about a fig tree. A fig tree is producing in its season, right? It's producing in its season. It's doing what it needs to do in season and this is what i'm talking about 2022 is a season for some people in 2022 you're going to see the fruits from your own tree you're maybe some of you this is for some people in particular you've been sowing into people's lives for so long and you've yet to see the fruit in your own lives god has blessed you but the way that you sow into others lives you're really able to see their tree flourishing but your your fruit hasn't really come the way you want to see it and God is saying yes in 2022 I'm setting you up so that your fruit you will produce fruit this fruit is going to last the thing about it is you have to be very careful with what you do and who you are in community with in order to see the manifestation of it because this tree in verse 3 is planted by rivers of water this tree is getting the nutrients that it needs all right this tree is not just hanging out in a desert no 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 this tree is in community with the earth to get everything that it needs in order to flourish and to prosper all right so when we go back up to verse one the psalmist talks about this man because remember the the tree is a metaphor for the man the the tree is a metaphor for a human being and this man this human being is 
someone who is blessed, right? But there are conditions in order for this human being to be blessed. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So in order for this man to be blessed, he has to walk with people who are giving him wise counsel. All right. He has to walk with people who are giving him wise counsel. He's not receiving counsel from the ungodly. He is not receiving counsel from people who are not submitted to the authority of Yahweh. Okay. That's important for you and for me to understand that there can be people who in your life who who may be wise. You may say, Oh my gosh, they're so wise, they're so smart. They're so and maybe you won't use wise. Maybe you'll say, Oh my god, they're so smart they they just know so much but my goodness if they are not in submission to Yahweh and their count then their counsel is not wise it is not operating under the wisdom of God so it's important for us to make sure that the people that we are receiving counsel from are people that are godly people people who are in submission to Yahweh that's what I mean by godly I'm not talking about people who go to church every Sunday that's not what I'm talking about I'm not even talking about preachers I'm talking about people that you know that you know that you know that you know without a doubt are surrendered to Yahweh in every situation caveat does that mean God cannot use someone who's not surrendered to Yahweh no God can use anybody at any time to do anything the Bible tells us that he used a donkey to speak to speak a word he can use whomever he wants whenever he wants because he is God he is sovereign he does what he wants when he wants with whom he wants to whom he is God but this is talking about a relationship a community a community of people that you are consistently around all right that that donkey speaking was not a consistent thing all right so somebody can give you a word um a person can give you a word while on drugs you know what i mean a person can give you a word while um you know intoxicated God can use them, but that doesn't mean that you spend time in community because we're talking about a tree and we know a tree's lifespan is hundreds and hundreds of years. All right. We're talking about a lifetime. God is talking about cultivating lifetime relationships. This is not one and done. This is lifetime relationships he's talking about. And so he says, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners. This man is not standing in the way of sinners. He's not hanging out with sinners, all right? He's not hanging out. Like his his time is not spent with sinners. And you say, well, Jesus spent his time with sinners. Yes, because that was his ministry. However, however, when push came to shove, when, when things got tight, who did Jesus spend his time with? He spent his time with three disciples, He went away. He told everybody, hey, wait. Yeah, Peter, James, and John, y'all come with me. That's what he said, all right? That's what he said. He spent time in community with certain people for certain things, all right? 
So that's important to realize that, yes, you know, it's like, you know, we get into the culture tries to tell us, oh, you know, you're judging people. Everybody's sinful, whatever. But we're talking about prospering. We're talking about living a godly life. We're talking about um, being in alignment with Yahweh. And Yahweh's children can't do everything. Don't let anybody ever tell you that Yahweh's children can do whatever they want, can be around whomever they want. That it is not it is not true. We know that Yahweh's children know. And there are even times when we look at the life of Jesus, that Jesus stilled away and was with nobody but his father. Because that he was the child of God. He was the son of God. That's what it's that's what it takes to be in alignment with Yahweh. It doesn't mean you don't have acquaintances and people that you know that you go and go to lunch with or whatever. But I'm talking about the inner circle. I'm talking about the people that you are making a lifetime commitment with to walk with you, all right, in your faith. Because at the end of the day, the relationships that we have need to be serving one thing, serving our relationship with Christ. If, if the relationships are not nurturing our relationships with Christ, then it's time to rethink them. Am I telling you to cut off people who are not Christian? Absolutely not. But I'm talking about when it comes to counsel, right? When it comes to people that you are absolutely committed to. This is a hard word for people. I understand that. And it may rub some people the wrong way. But it is... It come, there comes a time when we have to take a stand in our faith and our walk with the Lord. And we have to be absolutely certain that what we say is in alignment with what, what, who we know God is. All right. It's not about us just saying things. It is about looking at the nature of Christ, looking at his life, his legacy, his ministry, and looking at that and modeling our lives after that. Because at the end of the day, when this life is over, we will have to give an account for the things that we have done here. We will have to give an account of whether or not we have honored God with our lives. We have done what we needed to do, right? We will have to stand before God and give an account. And if we are not careful, God will look at us and he will not say, well done, good and faithful servant. He will say, what fruit have you brought me? He said, well, I wasn't going to give you this. I wasn't going to give you. No, what have you brought me? And that's what it's about. All right. But let me get back on to this. Um, it goes on to say that this man, this human being does not sit in the seat of the scornful. All right. This person doesn't do that. that this person doesn't do that. That is not this person's life. He is not sitting in the seat of the scornful he is not sitting in the seat he is not standing in the way of sinners he is not walking with the ungodly but his delight here here is it here is what this person is doing his delight her delight is in the law of the lord her delight is in the law of the Lord. Her delight is in pleasing God. His delight is in pleasing God, is in knowing what God says about a matter and doing what God says do. And on this law of God, let me tell you what this prosperous person does. They meditate on it day and night. Let me pause right there. Let me talk to you about that word meditate. This is not some 
you know, kumbaya, you know, stuff. No. This person is speaking the word of God. So he's not just sitting and thinking about it. Thinking about it is absolutely a part of it. Yes, it's a part of it. But this particular word, meditate, means that we are actually speaking the word of God. We're not we're not just we're not just um thinking about it, but we're making it a part of our entire being. We're we're making this word to be so much a part of us that the word and us are inseparable. All right? So the first step of meditating on the word of God is knowing the word of God. Yeah. Reading the word of God. That's that's the first step. I think the second step is to actually memorize it. Memorize the word of God. People don't talk about memorizing scripture anymore. But it is very important that we memorize scripture. Because we will not always have a Bible next to us. We may not even always have access to our phones. When things come up, we need to have this word of God so deep in us that we memorize it. We know it. It wells up in us that when we make decisions, that we know it, that that our decisions are informed by the word of God. Let me give you an example. So when you are studying anything, any subject um, in terms of pedagogy, where you're studying any, any subject, someone is teaching you a subject. The thing that a good teacher wants is for you to know how to apply um, whatever it is that they've taught you, all right? So if you are teaching somebody about the principles of um, thermodynamics or uh, or the law of thermodynamics or principles of, um, you know, capitalism or something like that, One of the things that a teacher will do is to give you a definition of what capitalism is, right? And once you have that definition, the teacher will then, you know, give you some scenarios on how you can, you know, ultimately apply, teach you how to apply it. But when you have that test, most teachers will require that you have memorized that definition, All right. In order to apply that definition, because there are different elements of a definition. And let me let me even give a more simple, um, simple scenario. Think about law. You're studying law. Okay, so you're studying. I don't know. um, You're studying torts or something and you're studying maybe. um, Let's see. Negligence. All right. So the professor will give you a definition of negligence, right? You will know this is negligence. And you will have to memorize that because you need to know each element of negligence so that when a situation, a scenario comes, you need to know whether or not this is negligence or not. And you have to have the ability to break down each element of negligence to see if it satisfies negligence. Okay, God's word was always number one. Before there was the man-made law, it was number one. God's law was law. Okay, 
So God wants us to know his law so well that when situations come up, we are able to apply his word to the situation. We're able to apply each elements of his word to the situation the difference here is between man-made law and God's law is that God's law is supernatural God's law has power the word of God is sharp sharper than two any two-edged sword okay the, the word of God is sharper than a sword it pierces and it divides it so whatever you speak whenever you speak God's word into a situation Your words, you speaking God's words can transform that situation. That's why it's so important to know God's word. It's so important to meditate on God's word. It's so important to have it in your heart. The psalmist says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's what the psalmist tells us, that the word of God is so much ingrained in him, that it's in his heart so deeply that he knows it and he doesn't want to sin against God. But see, here's the thing. Many of us are operating in sin because we don't know what the word of God says concerning a matter. And it's easy to say, well, well, nobody taught me. Well, that's no excuse anymore. I'm telling you now, you have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to get in the word of God for yourself and find out what the word of God says about a matter. Now, that is important for you, for me to live out what God is calling us to do because God needs to know that we are meditating on his word. How in the world does God speak? Is God going to get a word to you? How is he going to speak to you concerning a matter? Some of us are going around and I'm raising my hand and quoting scripture saying, you know, Proverbs um, chapter three, verse five and six, trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge me and I will direct your path. Sin here saying that. Well, how in the world do we expect God to speak to us if we are not in his word? We can't expect God to speak to us if we are not in his word, because how in the world do we recognize his voice? There are some things that somebody, somebody, I can have a friend of mine and then somebody will come to me and say, oh yeah, so-and-so said this. And you know, I will say, no, you know, my best friend, I'll be like, no way. She didn't say that. I know she didn't say that. Why? Because I know her character. I know her language. I know what she, how she does things. So, you know, somebody, you can't trick me and tell me something when I know that I know that I know God's, God's voice. So the devil can speak something to you. You be like, oh yeah, that's, that's the Lord. That's Holy Spirit telling me to do this. It might not be, (laughs) it's probably, it could be the enemy trying to lead you astray. But when you know, when we know that we know that we know that we know what God sounds like, what his character is like, what are the stipulations of things that he said don't do, right? We're not going to fall privy to that. We're not going to go around worshiping stones. We're not going to go around doing things like that because the Bible says thou shalt have no other gods before me, period. We don't worship the earth. You know, someone comes to me and says, yeah, let's go out here and we're going to go to this church and we're going to all worship. We're going to worship the trees. 
I, I'm not going to worship the trees with you. Oh, yeah, that's Christian. No, 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 no. That's not I don't understand who God is. And, and let me let me say Christian. Let me say that. No, that's not how I follow Christ. I'm not going to worship these stones. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because the Bible has already told me that God is a creator of all things. God says it, the book of Genesis tells me that he created the earth. Why in the world do I need to worship the creation when I can worship the creator? The Bible tells me that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the people and all that dwell therein. Everything in this earth belongs to God. Why in the world would I worship the stone when I can worship God? That makes, you know, that doesn't align with my, with way I, the way I understand scripture. This is why it's important because in this era, there is so much going on on social media. There's so much and people are falling privy to things that are not in alignment with God. And the sad part is, is that they think that they are. They think that they are serving God. But if you're not careful, and I'll tell you this from personal experience, you will find yourself in a situation that has nothing to do with God. You can be in a church and you think it's a church serving God and it can have nothing to do with God. This is why it is important for us to get in the scriptures and find out what God says. The path is narrow. Serving God is It's a narrow path. Don't let anybody tell you that you can do this and do this and God still approves of it. No, he does not approve of it. He is a jealous God. He is a just God. If we look in the Bible, we look in the Hebrew Bible, God is consistently telling Israel not to get entangled with foreign gods. He's consistently saying, no, worship me. Worship me and worship me alone. He's consistently doing that. We look at the prophet Elijah and Jezebel and them worshiping Baal. What did God do? What did God, how did God respond to them worshiping Baal? What did God do? How did God respond? That's, that's, that's your homework. Go look at how God respond, responded to them worshiping Baal. And then that will let you know what God thinks about worshiping other gods. He's not playing around. There's nothing new under the sun, as the book of um, Ecclesiastes tells Ecclesiastes tells us. All right? It's all it's already happened before. So we can look at the Bible as our guide to help us so that we don't fall privy to the enemy and his tactics because The enemy is deceitful. He is, the the scriptures call him um, an angel of light. He, he, uh, he masquerades as light and he tries to deceive you. He gives you a little bit of truth, a little bit of truth, but right in in it is wrapped with deception. Don't fall privy. Be like the man or the woman in the book of Psalms who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates day and night. And here's the good news. Here's the good news as we close out 2021, closing out 
things, closing out, closing out things that we are doing that are not in alignment with God. Closing out relationships that are not in alignment with God. The good news is that God promises that we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in season. That the leaf, your leaf, your leaf is not going to wither. You're going to have everything that you need. God is going to sustain you. You don't need those other things to sustain you. All you need is God to sustain you. You don't need to worship, go after other gods. They're not going to sustain you, but God is going to sustain you. And whatever you do is going to prosper. It's going to prosper. That's the good news. That is the good news. Does this mean that as Christians, as believers, as followers of Jesus, we don't have challenges like everybody else? Absolutely. We will have we will have tribulation in this world. You will have tribulation and pain. But Jesus tells us, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So, yes, we're going to have challenges, but God is going to allow our fruit to be manifest so that his name will get the glory, his name and his name alone. He's not sharing his glory with another. His name is the name that will get the glory. And as you go through, as we all go through this process of closing out 2021, closing out relationships, again, closing out those things that are not serving God's purposes for our lives, we're going to see God's mercy and his grace like never before we're gonna be able to uh, make God happy you know I I was I was saying the other day wow one thing that I want to do is to be able to make God happy I want God to look at me and I want to I want him to smile and the context of that is I was reading I was reading about Saul I was reading about Saul in the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, and I was looking at when God said that he regretted and God regretted making Saul king. I don't want when God looks at me for him to regret all that he's given me. I don't want him to regret anything. I don't want him to look at my life and say, I regret that I made her this. I regret that I gave her this job. I regret that I gave her this family. I regret that I gave him all these things. I don't want that. I want God to look at me and be pleased with the work that I have done on this earth. And so as we shift our focus, as we shift our priorities going into 2022, my prayer is that we will allow God to do a work in us. We will allow him to cause us to prosper. We will allow him to let his hand rest on us and lead us and guide us and that we will do our part and get in his word so that we can know his voice, that we can know who he is, get to know his character, get to know him, to get in relationship with him. Because what we know about God at this point is not going to sustain us for 2022. We need to know him in a deeper way. And I believe with one 
100% every part of my being that if we trust God and if we meditate on his word and speak his word, we're going to see him like never before. We're going to get to know him in a way that we are going to wonder like what in the world have I been doing with my life? I'm not saying, I'm not promising you for 2022 that God's going to make you rich or make your business a multi-billion dollar business. I'm not promising you any of that. But I'm promising you that you will see, we will see the riches of God like never before. We will experience shalom, the peace and the prosperity of God where our mind is sound. We make sound decisions. Our hearts are pure. We're at peace. We have joy, unspeakable joy. Yes, I'm going to speak that and I believe that. All right, so I don't want to hold you any longer. This is one of the longest podcasts that I've ever done, period. If you look back at my podcast, you will see that. But I truly believe that this is what the Lord wanted me to say on this day. And for every word that was spoken here, I give God glory. I give him honor because it is him and him alone who sustains me, sustains us, has sustained us and will continue to sustain us. So as you go forth, all right, close out 2021. God's going to give you courage to do it. Reach out to me. Let me know how it's going at Ministries at gmail.com again preachgirlministries at gmail.com let me know how it's going i want to hear from you hit me up on my instagram page at preachgirlministries i would love to see you there share this message with a friend if you want to get in individual um not individual but uh groups with people that you know and y'all close things out together people that you know are godly people close things out together because we are going into 2022 ready this turned out this this podcast actually turned out to be not only the word to close out but also to give us a vision of what 2022 look like but you know what that's what God does he does all things well he's such a good God so anyway I love y'all so much with the love of the Lord I cannot wait to see y'all in 2022 I will be here with the word from the Lord as he directs me. But in the meantime, know that you're closing this year out. You're forgetting those things that are behind you. You are pressing forth into the things that are in front of you because God is with you. Do not be afraid. I love y'all and we will talk soon. Amen.